listening to Kevin McCullough Radio, breaking news as it happens, what it means, and why it matters. Uh, Kevin McCullough, and here we go. Fusion. Amplifying truth and Coming. pursuing clarity. Kevin McCullough, now, now. Coming up, a very interesting edition of Kevin McCullough Radio, the actor from the number one faith and family-friendly movie in America, The Sound of Freedom, Jim Caviezel with me today. Also, uh, Gordon Chang taking a look at what's going on in the South Pacific, and we start with news of the day. Stay here. Something interesting is happening with this. Kevin McCullough, let me start with you. I found this thing at townhall.com by Kevin McCullough. The big dog has come out of nowhere. Kevin McCullough. I just want to help people think. Nationally syndicated radio host and author of No He Can't. Yeah, he's playing the role as, uh, as well as anyone he could. Kevin McCullough is a nationally syndicated radio host and author of No He Can't. The odds are he's right. It's Kevin McCullough Radio. All right, Kevin McCullough, glad you're here. I'm James Comer, today says the oversight. Excuse me, has evidence that the president in the past communicated directly with foreign business associates of his son Hunter Biden many times. Curious if the White House and the president still stand behind his comment that he's never been involved and has never even uh, spoken to his son about this. So I've been I've been asked this question a million times. The answer is not going to change. The answer remains the same. The president ha- was never in business with his son. I just don't have anything else to add. That is not the question that the press secretary was asked. Not at all. She wasn't asked if the president had ever been in business with his son. And this is part of the pro this is part of the dilemma that we are having with not just the White House, but with uh, some of the leaders in the Congress and the leaders in the governor's mansion in Albany and the leaders of the people in the mayor's um, uh, establishment here in New York City and in other places. You've got people. And it's it's become different. I, I, I people have asked me if I've noticed. Yes, I've noticed. But it's become so much more pronounced. It's very different than it used to be. Politicians have long, you know, not exactly told the truth about things from time to time. But this particular group of people that are elected right now, particularly those on the far left. They have a way of deflecting things that is so sly, so sleight of hand that they will look you in the face and say, I'm not I'm not lying to you. And they are all but straight up lying to you. Let me play this again and notice what um, uh, what the, the reporter from Fox News asks the press secretary in terms of the wording. And then notice what the press secretary says in response. Take a listen. Chairman James Comer today says that the oversight committee, excuse me, has evidence that the president in the past communicated directly with foreign business associates of his son, Hunter Biden, many times. Curious if the White House and the president still stand behind his comment that he's never been involved and has never even uh, spoken to his son about his. So I've been I've been asked this question a million times. The answer is not going to change. The answer remains the same. The president ha- was never in business with his son. I just don't have anything else to add. He just doesn't have anything else to add. The president has never been in business with his son. But that wasn't what the reporter asked. The reporter asked very specifically with very specific wording, has the president ever discussed the the people he's been in business with? Has he ever discussed his business dealings? And when he was asked about that by Peter Ducey directly, uh, I think it was back in the campaign cycle, um, Peter Ducey asks him, Have you ever discussed your son's business dealings? And he did the same thing. He said, I've never been in business with my son. Now, look at how simple this is to break down. You can have Hunter Biden, the the cokehead first boy that has set up who who is an attorney, or at least he was at one point. I don't know if he's been disbarred, but he, he sets up all of these 27 different LLCs. All these fake companies that are out there operating, he he sets them all up. He keeps his father off of any of the paperwork so that they can then say from here to imperpetuity that Joe Biden was never in business with his son. They they can say that because there's no document that says that Joe Biden is a shareholder or an officer in any of the companies that Hunter Biden established. 
But that doesn't mean that's the way it goes down. And we now have a bunch of evidence from that famous WhatsApp message that uh, that was, you know, out there um, a couple of weeks ago. You have, um, you know, a number of um, documents that have been, you know, put forward by the IRS whistleblowers. All of these little tiny tidbits are adding up to the fact that though Joe Biden may not be um, an officer or a shareholder or a legal partner with Hunter Biden in some sort of formal business way, it certainly is we're, they're killing the narrative that he never discussed business deals with him. Here's how Fox News reported it this afternoon. Uh, President Biden's repeated insistence that he had no knowledge of his son Hunter's business dealings continues to crumble under the weight of allegations that he was frequently involved, including reported forthcoming testimony from one of Hunter's longest friends and business partners that the then vice president was on more than two dozen business calls with his son. Devin Archer, a longtime friend and former business partner of Hunter Biden, is scheduled to sit for a transcribed interview before members of Congress next week. In addition to the expected testimony, Archer is likely to be asked about President Biden meeting with over a dozen of Hunter's business associates while he was serving as vice president between 2009 and 2017. It's been confirmed that Archer has been subpoenaed by the House Oversight Committee and is expected to sit down for a transcribed interview on July 31st. The interview could cast further doubt on Biden's repeated claims that he had no knowledge of his son's foreign business dealings. First of all, I've never discussed with my son or my brother or anyone else anything having to do with their business, period, Biden said in August of 2019. That's a flat out statement saying I never discussed it. It's not saying I, I was in business with them. It says I never discussed it. Totally different things. And again, the Fox reporter asked Corinne Jean-Pierre, does he have any reaction to the fact that there's a mounting evidence that he's, it looks like he discussed it. And she goes, I've answered that a thousand times. He was never in business with them. She's answering a different question than what the, the reporter was asking. And that's how they lie. That's how they get around it. They just answer a different question that's not being asked. He went on to say there wasn't any hint of scandal at all when we were there. It was all the same kind of strict, strict rules. That's why I never talk with my son or my brother or anyone else, even distant family about their business period. By the way, we believe that there may be as many as 27 family members involved in the payouts from all of this, but not all of them are, quote, in the business. Um, he says, I've never spoken to my son about his overseas business dealings. A frustrated Biden told Peter Ducey a month later, you should be looking at Trump. Trump's doing this because he knows I'll beat him like a drum. He said in October of 2019, I don't discuss business with my son. The House Ways and Means Committee released testimony in June from two IRS whistleblowers who claimed Justice Department, FBI and IRS officials interfered with the investigation into Hunter Biden that prosecutorial decisions were influenced by politics. And one of the whistleblowers said that Hunter Biden invoked his father to pressure Chinese business partners while discussing deals. And that's where the, ninth, the 2017 WhatsApp message came into play, where he says, I'm sitting here with my dad. We're waiting for your text. If we don't hear from you, we're going to have a long memory and we can hold a grudge. Hunter directly says, my, my father's sitting right here with me. Nobody's had to answer that question under oath yet. That day is probably coming. But this whole, I never discussed it with Hunter thing, it's fallen apart. And the administration is lying to the American people about it. Kevin McCullough, coming right back. We've got a big show. Don't go away. Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're looking outside of big corporate control. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something worth watching. The new Salem News Channel. Straightforward, unfiltered, in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. SNC is home to Dennis Prager, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Watch anytime on any screen, free 24-7. Find what you're looking for. 
at snc.tv. Hi, Kevin McCullough. Does elder care or state law ever confuse you? Does me. That's why I'm glad Mike Connors is available to answer your question every Thursday on Kevin McCullough Radio. Just send him your question to askmikeconnors at gmail.com or call 718-238-6500. You can get your questions answered here on Kevin McCullough Radio. And he will also uh, answer them on his show, Ask the Lawyer. That's Saturday mornings at 8 o'clock on AM 570 and FM 102.3, The Mission, WMCA. And Sunday mornings starting at 11 on AM 970, The Answer. The WMCA July Ministry of the Month is Through the Bible with J. Vernon McGee. The day of the Lord will be against everything high and lifted up. Listen Monday through Friday morning at 6, Sunday afternoon at 1245. For us to take the low and broken place, it's the low place that we get our best view of God, by the way, and His salvation. Through the Bible, the July Ministry of the Month on WMCA. WMCA welcomes the new program, Summit Life. These lips of mine are bold enough to cry for help. These hands of mine, weak and empty, are ready enough to be filled. This heart of mine, deceived and deceiving, is still desperate enough to yearn for paradise. Listen to Pastor J.D. Greer weekday mornings at 530. Only one God is God enough to give us that green and garden paradise. I am not, he already knows, and he says to me, I am. Summit Life with Pastor J.D. Greer on WMCA. Listen to the Mission WMCA anywhere you go with the AM570 The Mission mobile app. Download on Google Play, iTunes, or listen to TuneIn, iHeart, Alexa, or Odyssey.com. People with cancer prefer Dr. Lederman's innovative cancer treatment. Many are so disappointed not to get the same care elsewhere. Dr. Lederman is first in Western Hemisphere with body radio surgery, non-invasive, highly successful outpatient cancer treatment where we attack cancer. No cutting, no bleeding. Dr. Lederman's first. When all others thought standard treatment was okay, Dr. Lederman doesn't settle for okay. Why should you? For newer recurrent cancers, most anywhere in the body, even if chemo, surgery, or radiation didn't work, isn't tolerated, or isn't wanted. The original, Dr. Lederman. Don't settle for excuses and imitation. Call Dr. Lederman, two and two choices, two and two choices, for appointment and free booklet DVD. 1384 Broadway at 38th, most insurance, Medicare, Medicaid accepted. Don't be disappointed elsewhere. Call Dr. Lederman, two and two choices, two and two choices. Gregory Floyd, host of Reaching Out, gets answers to the tough questions from people in the know. With us for the very first time, a very special guest who is a New York City treasure, a legend in the Harlem community, Reverend Robert Royal. You speak of Jimmy Hoffa, we talk about the uh, father. You knew him, didn't you? The old man was quite a figure, particularly when it came to negotiation, contract negotiation. He didn't take no prisoners. You either were with him or you were against him. And Jimmy Hoffa was true to a fault. He never once deceived anybody. He told you right up front, I'm doing this for my people. And that's what Jimmy Hoffa was all about. A great man, a great man. And in spirit, he still lives in my mind, and I pray God that he lives in every teamster that walks this earth. It's Reaching Out with Gregory Floyd, Saturday afternoons at 4.30 on AM 570 and 102.3 FM, The Mission, WMCA. If the last few years have taught us anything, it's to adapt to change and adapt quickly. Hey everyone, this is Mike. And this is Brian with Fellowship Home Loans. And yes, there are more changes coming if you're looking to refinance your home. New guidelines are coming out in the near future that are going to make it more difficult to refinance and get the equity out of your home. That's right. If you have thought about getting some cash out to pay off bills, do some home improvements, or simply have a little bit of a safety net while we navigate through these tougher economic times, it's time to do so right now. Give us a call at 800-804-SAVE. That's 800-804-7283 or online at fellowshiphomeloans.com and get that free mortgage checkup and make sure you and your family are in the best financial situation possible. That's 800-804-SAVE. 800-804-7283 or online at fellowshiphomeloans.com. Fellowship Home Loans. Welcome home. Nationwide Mortgage Bankers. Equal housing lender. NMLS number 819382. You're listening to Kevin McCullough Radio, coming to you live from the Connors and Sullivan Broadcast Studio. Breaking news as it happens. You're listening to Kevin McCullough Radio. All right, ladies and gentlemen, my next guest I very much look forward to speaking with because the 
Not only does he have the number one movie in America at nearly 86 million in domestic box office so far, but he's also taking on one of the most important issues of our time. Ladies and gentlemen, playing Tim Ballard in the brand new Sound of Freedom. Please welcome Jim Caviezel. Hi, Jim. Hello. It's uh, great to have you. Uh, let me get this out of the way right up front. Everybody knows about the SAG strike and what's going on there. Um, yep. You're not crossing a picket line by doing this. This motion picture doesn't fall into that category. Just explain to everybody for me. Yeah, we uh, I mean, we we would have been that film if Disney had taken us and a lot of these other uh, groups that belong to the AMPTP. We're not a part of that. So I'm allowed to uh, talk about our film. Now, I am with my brothers and sisters of SAG, um, especially in all the streaming and the um, you know, residuals, uh, they haven't uh, adjusted the pay scale. Um, and, um, and it's becoming more possible to be, to make a living as an actor. Uh, I've been fortunate. And then of course, then you have artificial intelligence, this AI stuff, uh, where you can literally just, um, create, uh, an- another actor, use your image and, and, uh, and this is uh, technologies that you know, obviously they're wonderful, but they also can be quite abusive if, right. if checked. No, that makes total sense. Um, well, thanks for explaining that. I didn't want people to have the wrong thought. And um, sure. I do agree with you, by the way. I think that the uh, the coming out of Angel Studios and a lot of other of uh, these uh, alternative, um, particularly online uh, producers are going to change the way uh, your industry operates. And I think that every, you know, the scripture says a workman is worthy of his hire. This is a, this is, this is not a foreign concept to people that actually believe biblical truth. Um, back to my first comment, this is not just a movie. It's not just a story. Uh, and I don't know, to be honest, why Disney didn't go forward with it. Uh, I mean, it's been produced for a few years now. But you did find somebody that was look at look at the play. movies they're making right now. Well, that explains they've a lot. lost nine hundred billion dollars. Why or nine? Sorry, nine hundred million. Why? Why would you be doing that? And yeah. now you're going to make the the uh, the seven dwarves and make them transgender or whatever you're yeah, going to make. Yeah, it's crazy. I, but let's no, talk about Christians this movie. Gonna, yeah, it has ahead. started. It has started another conversation about human trafficking and human slavery, and this is a very Personal thing to me, Mr. Caviezel, uh, my listeners and viewers have for the last 10 years uh, been working with a group called Christian Solidarity International. We have liberated human trafficked slaves in Sudan and other places, 18 countries that we've worked in to the tune of about 4,200 liberations over that 10 year period. So we're we're passionate about this here. But why do you think it started a national conversation the way it has? Oh, um, it's 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 a boiling point. Um, you clearly see what is going to happen to our children in the future. Forget about the future right now, what's happening. Um, they're making laws that are hurting our kids. They're forcing us, uh, the critical race theory. I mean, in California right now, you're going to see a bill that's going to go through and eventually be a law. I have no doubt. And essentially, let's say you're, child is um, drawing rainbows in kindergarten because children often do. And then you have your critical race theory teacher who goes over and says, oh, you're one of us. One of what? Transgender. So the kid comes home and he tells his parents and they say, no, we're Christian. We don't do that. Well, they're going to send the uh, child protective services in and take your kid. And so that there's one. Um, You the grooming. That's going on in cities right now. You have grown men walking around and putting their junk on little children's face in Seattle. And this is, and then you're taking Jesus at a Dodgers game, a, 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 a Lord uh, crucified on a cross and using it as a stripping pole. Okay. Would you do that with a, a Jewish rabbi over a menorah? Um, and so the, the, and this is referencing the children, what are they called? The sisters of perpetual indulgence, perpetual right. indulgence, meaning grace. What kind of grace are they showing Christians? We're mocked all the time. I mean, there's millions of Christians here in the United States and you see church leaders not saying a word. And so it, there's a, uh, 
it frightens you to understand that not only are you losing our, our republic, and understand a republic is not a democracy. Yeah. You know, you can, in a democracy, right, you can say, you know, all uh, Down syndrome children must die. And you can vote on it like they did in Germany. And, and they all die. They can take away your rights. But you can't do that in an inalienable rights system under republic because you have the right to your life liberty and the pursuit of happiness. And there is a reason why your life comes first, because without your life, you don't have liberty. And without your life, you don't have happiness. Mm. I fault the tip of the spear of the churches, where all these bishops, pastors have sat on their hands and have called the prosperity gospel. I mean, I'm not saying you can't be successful, but if God calls you at some point, are you willing to give it up? I mean, it can be said that, you know, some Christians died martyred. I think John lost, the Baptist lost his head, right? Yes. Was he bad? M- Was most he of the disciples were crucified, actually. Uh, for Absolutely. The modern day Christians are called to the time of plenty, you know? Yeah. Uh, and, and that was back in the old days, you know, see, so they did that. No, no, no. It's here. It's, it's at our doorstep right now. Actually, it's in our homes. One of the things that I've just been speaking with some um, Christian leaders that are concerned about some of these same things that uh, you just have mentioned is that one of the things that needs to happen is that the church needs to become far more bold. And oh. when the attacks come, you need to be bolder, not not more, not more uh, silent. And we yeah. kind of got it backwards. Everybody thinks, oh, I shouldn't. Uh, they'll make uh, excuses. Well, for the sake of my ministry, I shouldn't be too controversial. <laughs> no, it's kind of the opposite. And yeah, they they might they might hang you at the stake, but you know they did worse to uh, Jesus himself. Um, real quickly before we take this first break, um, Tim's character, the one you portray in the film. Uh, what did you re- how did how did you prepare for that part? What resonated about this part for you? Well, let's go to this the movie. Um, those who've seen it and those that need to see it, uh, you know, the media is not going to point out that this. That they would say to you, like, "Why are you going to go see this? You want to?" They don't want you to see this, right. actually. Um, and I encourage you to see it because it hits every human, not just Christians, at their core. Would you defend your children? Would you give your life for them? Your seems like you won't do it for your republic, but would you do it for your children? Um, and and that's the line that God's children are not for sale. And then it bookends where you have this, you know, essentially what you and I would deem a reject, a man that was involved with the cartel. And he's basically telling Tim, you know, put up or shut up if you really believe in your God and your belief. When God tells you to do something, you don't hesitate. See, and this is the reality of what Christians, the, the all Christians, the authentic ones, this is what they believe, that they know that it might come down to that. And that there are those out there that are willing to give their careers away, their, even their very life to stand for the truth. And we're at that door right now. Uh, Jim Caviezel is my very special guest. The movie is Sound of Freedom. Coming right back. Stay here. Hi, Kevin McCullough. Very soon, you're going to start hearing me talk about 10 places in Asia. Uh, Where specifically? China, Bangladesh, India, Indonesia, Malaysia, Nepal, Pakistan, Philippines, Sri Lanka, Thailand, and Vietnam. Why those places in particular? Because 9 out of 10 new Christians in each of those countries are lacking something vital to their faith. What could it be? They don't have access to the Word of God. There are no Bibles. They are Bible-less And that's why our friends at the Bible League are hearing their cries. And we're going to supply this year, hopefully with your help, 4,000 Bibles in Asia because of your generosity. You know what else that means? Over their 80 years, uh, Bible League can attest that approximately 12 people come to faith in Jesus because of every Bible that goes out. That means that we're going to see 48,000 people come to faith in Christ because of these Bibles. 1-800-YES-WORD. Jump in if you want to join us. 
If you're a business owner, imagine getting up to $26,000 per employee. There's still time for business owners to file for the Employee Retention Tax Credit Program. This program is for business owners who continue to pay their W-2 employees during the COVID pandemic. Many businesses qualify and simply do not know it. All business types and industries may qualify. You can claim the credit even if you received a PPP loan. This is a cash payment and not a loan and can be claimed now. The licensed CPAs and tax professionals at DHT tax and consulting have been serving business owners across the country for over 15 years. The best part is that until you receive your cash payment, you don't pay us a dime. Our tax credit specialists are available now at 833-ERC-FILE and your tax payment estimate is quick, easy, and free. That's 833-ERC-FILE to qualify you and your business for up to $26,000 per W-2 employee for free federal aid. Call us now at 833-ERC-FILE. That's 833 833- ERC file. This is an urgent announcement for anyone that's $10,000 or more in debt. Before you make another minimum payment, you need to know there are special programs that can completely free you of your debt. Total Financial Freedom can help you become debt-free in months instead of years. Resolve your credit card debt, signature loans, department store cards, internet loans, and timeshares. Call now at 800-533-6605 for a free consultation. For 16 years, Total Financial Freedom has helped thousands get out of debt. You can feel confident when calling because Total Financial Freedom is A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau and a Christian-owned company. Don't get stuck in the endless cycle of payments. You have the right to get your debt resolved and substantially reduce your monthly payments. Call Christian-owned Total Financial Freedom now at 800-533-6605. That's 800-533-6605. 800-533-6605. Listen to More Like Jesus with Pastor Dave Gustafson. Second Timothy 3 again. All scripture is God-breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, training in righteousness, so that the servant of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. Tune in Monday through Friday evenings at 630. The benefit of studying scripture is as we develop this habit and it starts to reshape our brains, it prepares us for anything that God might want us to do in life. More like Jesus on WMCA. Join us for the World Missionary Evangelism Broadcast from Dallas, Texas. For over 60 years, World Missionary Evangelism has reached out to impoverished and suffering children and people across the globe, meeting their physical needs and sharing the gospel on a daily basis. The World Missionary Evangelism Broadcast, each Monday through Friday on this station. Listen weeknights at 8.30 on WMCA. You're listening to Kevin McCullough Radio, coming to you live from the Connors and Sullivan Broadcast Studio. Obliterating confusion, amplifying truth, and pursuing clarity. It's Kevin McCullough Radio. And we're back with a very special discussion with Jim Caviezel, who is uh, the uh, lead in the new movie Sound of Freedom. And he portrays Tim Ballard, who, um, true story, uh, has been rescuing children. You don't realize it, uh, Jim. uh, The average American doesn't. But we have a problem with human trafficking here in the United States. It is uh, worse globally than it's ever been. In fact, I just read some statistics uh, the other day. We have more humans enslaved on planet Earth than we have at any point in time in human history. And I think that hits some people that aren't quite familiar with some of this material and it shakes them up a little bit and says, how's that even possible? I thought the abolitionist movement solved all that. But the truth is humans are doing more evil to fellow humans than at any point in time. Yes. You know, Tim Ballard told me that this is so big, you know, Jim, what do you think of the Super Bowl? Is that a big, you know, day in the in, in the world when that, yeah, I say, yeah, it's big. He says, well, NFL makes between 11 and $15 billion a year. If you were to take all the NHL hockey teams, you wouldn't have, you wouldn't even be close to how big this is. Uh, if you took the NBA basketball teams with NHL, with, with the uh, NFL as well, and then you added on all the uh, soccer teams in the world uh, in your Champions Leagues in all Latin America still wouldn't be enough. And Europe still wouldn't be enough. And then also add on every 18-year-old 
in the United States getting a full ride to Stanford University for four years, every 18-year-old, then you're talking $152 billion. That's that's the amount of money that trafficking is, Traffickers, is yes. producing these things. Producing, procuring children, organ harvesting, adrenochroming, all of it. But is it beyond that? Is there is it? Adrenochroming, that- you can look it up on the NIH. It exists. Okay. Okay, it's a, 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 a um, chemical composition. Uh, the molecular structure, I believe, is uh, C9H9NO3. Um, they use words like ambrosia, which in the Greek would be the um, essentially the drink of the gods. Um, and we go into in this film, of, ladies and gentlemen, just to understand, we don't go into this, but this stuff is happening mm. and it has to be stopped. And so when you look at, for example, a law that's passed in California on organ harvesting, Okay, or when you look at that word and a law where you're now being able to kill babies after they're born. Now right. think about it now. We gotta stop being gullible here. Why are they killing the babies after they're born? How does that save the mother's life? Then when you start to learn and you put on your big boy pants and you start to learn about um organ harvesting, well, why waste the blood too, right? So you're tormenting the child. It's not just adrenaline. It goes in the bo- body and it is is released. It it goes. It has to be the child has to be under great stress and fear and has to know it's going to die. And this is how it creates uh, goes through the pituitary gland into the brain. And I can't explain the rest of it because this 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 you're going to have to do your own research on this because it's so horrific. But this is the early stage, and the Christians have to be on the tip of the spear. Yeah, they have to be the ones to understand it. It'll always be this way. Because if Christians really are, are the bearers of the truth, there at some point the devil is going to have to take them down. And, he, and when you are willing to offer your name, your reputation, your very life to stand for the truth, you're able to do this because love is greater than evil. Love is what motivates you. Love is the only thing that I could do to get those little kids from stop screaming in the night. And, I, and I, 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 I'm sad for God. We don't love him enough to do something about it. Jim Caviezel, um, thank you for putting yourself out there and uh, being willing to do the difficulty with this movie. I'm going to continue to encourage people to see it. We have been encouraging people for the last uh, couple of months. Friends, those of you listening and watching, if you want more information, I can give you organizations that are willing to take this on. We've worked with some really good ones over the years. But uh, Jim Caviezel, thank you for shining a bright light on this. We are very, very grateful. Can I say one last thing? Please do. As Reagan said, that you and I have a rendezvous with destiny. We'll preserve for our children this, the last best hope of man on earth. Or we'll sentence them to take the last step into a thousand years of darkness. War, war now with the most dangerous enemy that has ever faced mankind in his long climb from the swamp to the stars. And it's been said, if we lose this war and in so doing, lose this great way of freedom of ours, History will record with the greatest astonishment that those of us that had the most to lose did the least to prevent it from happening. Well, I think it's high time now we ask ourselves if we still even know the freedoms that were intended for us by our founding fathers. My brothers and sisters, if we don't stand up for our children, can we not love God's children more than we fear evil? But I always go back to what Reagan said, that evil is powerless if the good are unafraid. God bless you. Well said. Jim Caviezel, thank you for your time. Kevin McCullough coming back from New York. Stay here. Kevin Cottrell talking with Dan Buttafuoco of Buttafuoco and Associates. And over the many years that your practice has been around, you've been responsible for changing several laws. Well, we single-handedly got the law changed on transplanted kidneys since we had a very famous case in which they put a woman's kidney into a man and he died of ovarian cancer. And so now uh, basically every organ has to be screened for metastatic cancer. That was something that we succeeded in doing. And more recently, we just had the law changed Courtney Anderson case is now being cited everywhere, which you no longer have to prove a reckless standard when suing an ambulance or any emergency vehicle. We got the standard reduced to negligence, which is much fairer for the client who's injured. Call Butterfuco and Associates and have them evaluate your case for the best possible results and the maximum benefit. Call 800-NOW-HURT, 800-669-4878. Butterfuco and Associates, 800-669-4878. That's 800 800- 
now hurt. Blue Star Medicated Ointment gets five-star reviews from our loyal users for fast relief of the pain and itch of almost any skin irritation. Blue Star soothes insect bites and fungal infections. It really works on the summer rashes I get every year. I had psoriasis on my elbows. Blue Star worked wonders. Amazing stuff. Mirror bit on and the itch is gone. Look for the white box with the Blue Star in the first aid section. Feel Blue Star work fast or your money back. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. AM 570 and 102.3 FM, The Mission, WMCA. Listen online at WMCA.com. Tune in iHeart Alexa or Odyssey.com. This is Jerry Boyer for townhall.com. A recent article published by the pro-ESG business publication Fortune says that ESG detractors have basically won. A full half of Fortune 500 CEOs now believe ESG issues are unduly impacting business decisions. Reminder, ESG refers to environment, social, governance, investing, an approach originated by the United Nations by which policies rejected in the political process get imposed on companies by Wall Street firms such as BlackRock using your money. It was working for a while. They moved corporate America into the culture wars and charged you extra fees to do it. It's becoming increasingly clear that they pushed too hard and people like you are waking up. Now ESG is a tarnished brand. The struggle to get business back to business is not over yet, but you're making progress. Keep it up. I'm Jerry Boyer. Publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu Hi, Kevin McCullough. On my pillow's 20-year anniversary with over 80 million pillows sold, Mike Lindell and the My Pillow family want to thank each and every one of you by giving you the lowest price in history on My Pillows. Queen size My Pillows, regularly priced at 69.98 are now only 19.98 and just $10 more, you get the king size. Go to mypillow.com and click on the radio podcast square to get Mike Lindell's amazing offer on the queen size My Pillow for only $19.98 or call 800-651-0798 and use promo code WMCA. In addition to this special anniversary offer on the MyPillows, you'll also receive deep discounts on all other MyPillow products such as bed sheets, mattress toppers, pet beds, mattresses, my slippers, and so much more. Take advantage of the biggest sale in MyPillows history. Go to MyPillow.com or call 800-651-0798 and use promo code WMCA to take advantage of Mike's special offer on his my pillow you're listening to kevin mccullough radio coming to you live from the connors and sullivan broadcast studio if it's happening in new york or across the globe learn why it matters first on kevin mccullough radio all right, Kevin McCullough, glad to have you with us. And uh, thank you to Jim Caviezel for that very enlightening conversation. And I hope that uh, you'll check out the movie, The Sound of Freedom, uh, as it continues in theaters. I want to turn next to uh, some updates on what's going on in the South Pacific and always love to turn to Gordon Chang, Gordon G. Chang, if you're on Twitter. Uh, and Gordon, I don't know about you. Uh, I was looking at the uh, the Elon Musk decision to get rid of the bird and bring in the little X. And I don't, I don't know if that's going to work as well for me uh, to think of Twitter as being as friendly of a place. But anyway, that's another discussion for another time. Welcome back. Good to have you. Thank you so much, Kevin. Um, th- there's a lot of activity going on, and we've heard a little bit about um, – uh, some of the things that have happened um, in recent weeks and the U.S. and Taiwan uh, ironing out a trade pact. Uh, what, what's your take on what's happening there? The first stage of a trade pact between the United States and China is a very welcome development. I'd like to see more trade agreements between the two countries. And this signifies that Taiwan and the United States stand together. That's important because that helps to deter a militant China right now. China has been with these military exercises, both sea and air, trying to pressure Taiwan. 
This comes, by the way, in the run-up to the next presidential election in Taiwan, which is next January. Excuse me. And um, I think that we're going to see um, the um, people in Taiwan understand that the United States stands with a free and democratic island. And that will help, I think, um, as voters tend to head to the polls in January. And you're saying, if nothing else, just the deterrent that it puts in China's path right now is a positive development. Yes, because deterrence has been breaking down in the Taiwan Strait. We know this because of what China has been saying, and um, clearly we need to reverse that trend. This is a small step, but nonetheless, it's a step in the right direction, and we just need more of these, and we need them quicker uh, rather than sooner rather than later. Well. The last time you were with us, which was not long ago, you were talking about we we were talking about the uh, footing that Xi is on, given the the bad economic news there. Um, has that does does this impact how he's viewed by the people at all? Xi Jinping has um, severe problems at home. Um, most of them uh, start with the economy, um, but that also affects property prices. And property prices are really important in China for two reasons. First of all, the property sector accounts for somewhere between 25 to 28% of the gross domestic product of uh, the economy, which is a very high number compared to other societies, but also because about 70% of the wealth of middle-class Chinese are tied up in apartments. And apartments have um, been um, under severe um, price pressure. Uh, prices are falling. Sales are um, have basically stopped because um, buyers and sellers are nowhere close to being able to um, agree to price. So we have a middle class Chinese um, who now understands that much of their wealth has evaporated in the last couple of years. So Xi Jinping is under severe pressure at home um, for this and other reasons. And and you you still think that puts him on a more aggressive war footing than not? I tend to think that it does, and the reason is Xi Jinping has really two choices. He can just allow um, these economic and other forces to overwhelm the Communist Party and drive it from power, or he can take the initiative and cause problems with neighbors, uh, specifically an invasion. Could be Taiwan, could be the Philippines. Right now, we forget that China is active at Reed Bank in the South China Sea, trying to seize that feature from Manila. So it could be any number of different targets that he has in mind. But the point is that Xi Jinping is probably going to try to take the initiative, and that means aggression towards some neighbor. Okay. Well, we'll keep uh, asking you about that in uh, days and weeks to come. Let's turn to North Korea. Um What's happening there? Uh, are they starting to miss out on some attention? Is this why they're willing to start revisiting the issue of missiles? What's what's going on? I think that it's because we're coming to the 70th anniversary of the Korean War armistice, which is the 27th of this month, and just in a couple of days. Also, we have seen um, the docking of a U.S. ballistic missile submarine. The, USS Kentucky in Busan in South Korea. This is the first time since the 1980s that the U.S. has docked a boomer in South Korea. And that was followed up by um, the docking of a a nuclear attack submarine um, just a couple, just a few hours ago. And and that means the United States is showing the people in South Korea that uh, our commitment to defend them is ironclad, as we say. Um, South Korea now fortunately has a pro-American president, um, Yoon Suk-yeol, but uh, President Yoon has um, expressed some doubts about the ability of the and the willingness of the Biden administration to defend South Korea. So um, this Washington declaration that uh, South Korea and the United States signed or issued, um, you know, talked about uh, all sorts of closer, closer cooperation. So this is a good step. For the United States to show uh, the flag in South Korea, but that causes the North Koreans to fire missiles um, to sort of a show of we're still here. Um, I tend to believe that this is just more bluffing on the part of the North Koreans. But, you know, Kevin, we must always remember that when the North Koreans fire a missile, whether they do it 
primarily for propaganda purposes or not, they are increasing their knowledge and their sophistication and the capability of their ballistic and other missiles. Well, that's one of the real concerns about what they have done in recent years is that they have demonstrated some degree of technique with some of the hypersonic stuff, haven't they? They have, uh, and we should be asking the questions, where did they get that? Um, because their hypersonic missile looks... Well, it's not really a mystery, isn't it? I mean, China is the one that wants them to cause us problems. Definitely. And um, unfortunately, American presidents have not been willing to impose costs on China for transferring very dangerous technologies to the North Koreans. Um, but, um, you know, we the North Koreans now have the Wasong-18, can hit any part of the United States. Um, the only question is um, relate to their guidance and uh, their heat shielding or protecting their warhead as it re-enters the atmosphere. But those are things that they will uh, figure out, either on their own or with the help of Beijing. Um, so we have to assume that the North Koreans will be able to land a nuke any place they want in the United States. Yeah. Well, uh, having said all of that, Gordon, we appreciate your uh, analysis. I know you're kind of struggling voice-wise. Thank you for battling through it for us today, and uh, we'll talk to you again soon. Well, thank you so much, Kevin. I appreciate it. You got it. Kevin McCullough, coming right back. Don't go away. Chosen People Ministries is excited to announce a special concert in New York City with renowned Messianic Jewish musician Joshua Aaron, who will perform at the New York Society of Ethical Culture on Sunday, July 30th. Joshua Aaron is an award-winning American-Israeli independent singer and songwriter who resides near the Sea of Galilee with his wife and five children. He's founder of Gather the Nations and hosts an annual Worship in Israel tour, bringing believers on an unforgettable journey to the Holy Land. His music, sung in English and Hebrew, blends a wide array of sounds, including traditional Jewish genres reaching millions of listeners of all nations and languages. Experience a joyful night of Messianic worship sung in English and Hebrew, and be sure to bring a friend. For tickets and more details, go to ChosenPeople.com. That's ChosenPeople.com. A wise man once said, Don't wait to buy real estate, but rather buy real estate and wait. Hey everyone, this is Mike. And this is Brian with Fellowship Home Loans. Real estate has always been one of the best and safest investments you can make. That's right. And whether you're looking to increase cash flow with short-term rentals or simply looking for a fix and flip, Fellowship has the programs and expertise to walk you through this. Many of the staff also invest in real estate. So clearly Fellowship not only talks the talk, but we walk the walk. To learn more, give us a call today at 800-804-SAVE. That's 800-804-7283 or online at fellowshiphomeloans.com. Fellowship Home Loans. Welcome home. Nationwide Mortgage Bankers, Equal Housing Lender, NMLS number 819382. I feel so stuck. The Veterans Crisis Line is here for you. Dial 988, then press 1 to call. What you need to know when you need it. It's Kevin McCullough Radio. All right, Kevin McCullough, thank you for hanging with us today. I appreciate uh, everyone uh, that uh, is able to join us and for the fact that you make the consistent effort to be here every single day. And if you miss any of it, you can always get the podcast. Uh, just look for Kevin McCullough Radio at any podcast aggregator on the planet, and it'll pull it right up. Uh, and we've got 3.6 million people now who are part of our podcast community. We're so grateful. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I was I started the show. With um, a, a real life example of how the uh, narrative of this trying to put forward this company line of, you know, Biden never discussed the business with Hunter uh, stuff has gone on. 
it shows a real lack of ability to think on on the Biden's part for sure, because people are blowing holes in this theory. And now he's just li- they're just lying. They're just flat out lying every day. They're telling us stuff that's not true. But when you see that the worldview within something has broken down, it begins to show everywhere else, too, including this from today's Wall Street Journal. Um, Secretary of State Alan uh, Anthony Blinken. During meetings in Beijing last month, proposed setting up a new working group with China to try to resuscitate stalled talks on combating fentanyl. Chinese officials stuck to their long-held position that the U.S. must first remove the sanctions of the, on the police institute as a precondition for restarting counter-narcotics work, the people, people familiar with it said. In other words, um, we currently sanction China for the torture that they are putting the Uyghurs under. Uh, That's that group of Chinese citizens that are under uh, sanctions that, that, that they totally uh, abuse in terms from a human rights perspective. Well, we, we go over there hat in hand. Oh, please work with us on stopping the narcotic, the narcotics flow. And they're like, okay, sure. Just stop sanctioning us for what we're doing to those people that is evil and abhorrent <laughs> so and and this this is what now the the word is from the wall street journal um the president's mulling over this is how um morally relative this group is they, they say well uh, we'll we'll do something that allows evil to prosper a little bit over here but you're gonna you're gonna try to help us to kind of just curb this evil a little bit over here. What we need is somebody in the White House that says, no, you're going to combat the fentanyl uh, crisis with us. You're, you're going to work with us or we're going to give you more sanctions. And we're going to give you sanctions for as long as you mistreat the Uyghurs because they don't deserve the treatment that you're putting them under. A strong leader would say no. We're not going to let one little bit of evil prosper because we're trying to supposedly work together on another little bit of evil. We're going to we're going to stand up and say, no, you be nice to the Uyghurs and you help us uh, stop the fentanyl thing or we're coming for you. Tougher, tougher sanctions, more trade embargo, all the rest of it. Biden's like, well, I don't know, maybe I should just do a little bit of something wrong to maybe make the bigger thing that's wrong, maybe get a little bit smaller. Unbelievable. Kevin McCullough, we'll see you next time.